The Gut Foundation encourages New Zealanders to review their poo for an entire month so that they can detect any significant bowel movements. Bowel cancer has become the second highest cause of cancer death in New Zealand. Otago University professor Dr Richard Geary talks with us to explain why it is important to monitor bowel movements and how there are different ranges of normal. Morena Richard, welcome to the show. The Gut Foundation just released their campaign, Review Your Poo. Why are we urging people to do this? Yeah, so thanks for having me on the show this morning. It's, it's cool to be on this show. Uh, when I was a student at Otago, I often wanted to be on Radio 1, but I didn't think I'd have to wait uh, 30 years to arrive here, so <laughs> the invitation. Um, and now my son can listen to it at Otago rather than me. But um, look, the, the gut's such an important part of the body, um, and it's really... Um, it sort of flies below the radar, so to speak. Um, you know, we often think about our breathing, our heart, things like that, but actually the gut's a really important part of our body, and it can only really express itself in a few different ways. So if you've got a gut problem, uh, then um, you, know, you might have a change in your bowels or you might have some bleeding from your bowels or some pain. So obviously those sort of symptoms can represent really important diagnoses, uh, and we're very keen for people to know what's normal for them so that if, that if things change, then all of a sudden they've got a benchmark that they can compare their gut health to and they can know, okay, this is something significant and I need to go and talk to my doctor. Yes, and so when you mention the term normal, do different people have different normals? Like I imagine that you have a different cycle to how much you poo or what it looks like. So how do you know if your normal is concerning? Yeah, so, so you're right. Everyone's normal is their own normal. That's why we, we also say know your normal. Um, if we looked across the whole population, it mm-hmm. varies between the frequency of bowel motions might vary between three times a day and once every three days. But if you're someone who goes once every three days and then starts going three times a day ongoing, that's a significant change for you. Wow. Likewise, some people who've got some variability, some people will always have you know, bowel sometimes are like this or like that. And that's okay if that's your normal pattern and it doesn't change significantly. But at the end of the day, if you're not sure, it's very easy to go and discuss it with your doctor. And I think that's the key thing is that you know, people tend to shut the door on the toilet and nothing, nothing is spoken about what goes on there. It's very taboo. And what we're saying is that actually you, know, you shouldn't be scared to discuss your symptoms with your healthcare provider. Uh, and they're fantastic at then determining whether you need to have any more, any more tests. And usually it's just reassurance and nothing more, and that's easy. Yeah, yeah. And so when you want to go to a GP and look more closely at your bowel movements, what are some of the symptoms that maybe you might pick up as more worrying or like you should go and see a GP about? Yeah, so we have alarm symptoms, which are things that uh, definitely go to the GP straight away. So if you have any blood in your bowel motions, it's important to have it checked out. It may be something minor, but you have, mm-hmm. have it checked out. If you lose weight unexpectedly, uh, if you have a sudden onset of a significant change in bowel habits, so you go from going once a day to going five times a day, and that's ongoing. So it's those sorts of things. And also it's important to know your family history. So do you have a history of things like Crohn's disease, colitis, celiac disease, bowel cancer? It's good to have that information on hand because it changes what we might do subsequently. Yeah. And for young people like myself or students, should we also be concerned of this? Because I think a lot of us would think, oh, cancer is something that develops later in life, or are we also at the same hereditary risk or risk of bowel cancer? Yeah, so you're spot on there. The, the key risk factor for um, for bowel cancer is age. So most students at Otago are young, so very unlikely to get bowel cancer. But what, what people at Otago and students are more at risk of is things like celiac disease, 
Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis, which are more likely to be diagnosed at that, at that sort of 15 to 35 age group, which is bang in, bang in the middle of the average age for a student. So that is important. Yeah, no, definitely. So the Gut Foundation, they have released images as well to go along so that you can regulate your bowel movements and check. Those images, are they the standard of like what we should be looking for? Um, and I'm guessing as well there'll be other concerns that are not like bowel movements to do with cancer. There can just be, you know, diarrhea from like too much fiber and things like that. So yeah. is that kind of more of a guideline rather than a definite? Yeah, so the, the uh, Gut Foundation's done a great job in their, in their promotion that they're doing at the moment. Um, and fantastic chance actually for Flax and Dunedin 20 years worth of toilet paper from Purex. <laughs> But essentially, um, if you think about your gut symptoms, there's how often you go with the bowel motions, but also the consistency of the bowel motions. Um, So um, there are many fantastic things in Bristol, but I think the thing that's most exciting is the Bristol stool chart. And I would say that (laughs) as a cardiologist, which is a a picture of different types of bowel motions and what they look like. And certainly, if you're having trouble describing to your doctor what your bowel motions are like, that's a fantastic way of being able to talk the same language, shall we speak, uh, as what's going on. So for this promotion, um, you can go to the Gut Foundation website or through social media, social media. If you go to Review Your Poo, mm-hmm. um, uh, look that up. Um, then, as I say, there's a, a portaloo that's travelling the country that's been painted on the outside by a fantastic uh, artist uh, that's going to be in some businesses around the place. Um, and there's also, um, as I say, this chance if you register to, um, to win a year's worth of toilet paper for your flat. I don't think they do a year's worth of toilet paper for your hall. That might be a bit too much for a hospital <laughs> to take, but... I think certainly a year's a year's toilet paper for your for your flat might go down quite well, especially with COVID. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah in my flat we seem to go through way too much toilet paper. I mean, there is eight of us, but too much, too much. <laughs> and so, after you've monitored your poo, say for a month, that's a like regulation. Should you check up on it every so often, like after that as well? Yeah, or? yeah. I suppose this month is the is the chance to set your baseline and then yeah. just to know where you stand and then. I mean, you don't need to keep a diary. You can if that's the sort of thing that keeps you interested in life. But what yeah. I'm saying is that once you know where your baseline is, just have a look every so often. Some people go, yeah. oh, I can't look at the toilet. You know, just have a look. That's all you need to do and, and just think about it. But if you've got somewhere that you know where your starting point is, at least then you can compare. Yeah. So it's that baseline, that baseline result, if you like, and then comparing what happens subsequently. Awesome. And for those that are looking at the next step, so maybe they – do find some things that concern them or they're just a little bit unsure, what should they do? Yep. So, I mean, the fantastic thing, again, when you're, in, uh, when you're at university, you get great access to, to, um, to healthcare through uh, student health, um, and that's the time to go and talk to someone there. And it can be one of the nurses, it can be mm-hmm. one of the doctors. And just because you're having, you're having a conversation doesn't mean you're going to be dragged into hospital and have lots of invasive tests done. It's more about listening to the symptoms for those people. That The doctors and nurses are very good at doing that. And then they might want to do a few tests that are non-invasive, understand what's going on, and it might just be reassurance, and you know that that's your normal and that's okay. But what we're trying to identify is those people who perhaps are a bit, bit shy about coming forward. You know, this isn't anything to be worried about. It's just like your heart beating or your lungs breathing. It's just another part of your body. So um, so no, no, no issues or problems with that. You just need to, to go forward to the, and, and be seen and not be worried about it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for talking with me today. No worries. Pleasure. Have a, have a nice day. That was Dr. Richard Geary on the new Gut Foundation campaign, Review Your Poo.